0: Which player scored more goals this week than he has strands of hair on his own body? I'll give you a second to think about it. That's right, it's John Joe Shelby. And which player has scored more league goals this season than Lionel Messi? That's right, it's John Joe Shelby again. No, this is not the John Joe Shelby fan club, but it's Nathan Bacon Jerky, a brand new FBL knee jerk podcast by your boy, Bacon Boy. But this is is actually a secret episode. Shh, 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 be quiet. Don't tell anyone. It's a secret, okay? Because I'm actually not sharing this podcast out. It's, it's it'll, It will be live, if you're listening to this, that I assume that it's public, right? But I'm not actually advertising it anywhere. I'm not telling anybody this exists yet. As this is actually just a practice episode, you know? I've never actually done a podcast alone, but my podcast, Virginity, has been lost because I did actually have a podcast with my friends, ooh, podcast friends, a few weeks, no, probably a few months back now. And we've all socially distanced away from that, and that's in the bin. So, I guess this is the only podcast i got going now, and it's going to be the best ever podcast. But what is the idea of this FBL, Nathan Bacon Jerky Podcast, go ask. Where the idea for this pod is that it's going to be directly after the last game on the Sunday, literally the second The final whistle blows. Even in some episodes, I might actually get the whistle to be my intro and start recording straight away. And then we jerk our knees as hard as we possibly can and knee jerk over the week. We go through every single game, what's happened, and say our initial thoughts, you know... Any player tickling our pickle or whatever, we just we just wag about it, really. But it's going to be chilled out vibes, nothing scripted. Usually with my FBL videos before, if you don't know who I am, Nathan Bacon FC on the YouTube, go subscribe, don't be a cheeky scrub, thank you. All of them are scripted and trying to be as funny as I can, really, but obviously still taking FBL seriously. But this podcast is more of a, a chill back vibes, you know, chill vibes, good times. I, I, I like that, I like that. So that is what it's going to be today. But yeah, this is the first episode and like I said, I'm not sharing it anywhere, mainly because I need some practice. I've already started this over and over about 10 times already. But also, you do need like an episode out publicly to actually put it on a lot of podcast platforms. All right, I'm already putting myself to sleep now. I, I Nobody cares about all that. But we're here for the first episode. So let's actually get into the juicy bits of what, what we're going to do, you know. So the first game this week, so Watford play Norwich now double game week Watford all the news came out right everybody captain Dennis I like it imagining bringing in Dennis for a hit and then captaining him oh dear now if you did that I actually feel really sorry for you (laughs) Not, I love it. I absolutely love this chaos when stuff like that happens because you just got to laugh, even if it's happened to you. I think that's more laughable. If you can't laugh at yourself like that, then FBL is just not the game for you because it's some proper sadistic stuff, you know. And it's just funny, the fact that Watford lost to previously bottom of the league Norwich 3-0 whilst they're at home. ODR and their best player, especially FBL-wise... Well, especially in terms of points, not XG or don't standards. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) But no, Dennis, that is just unlucky. Red card for you as Norwich won 3-0. Joshua Sargent. Can I make a joke about American being good at shooting or am I going to be cancelled in episode zero of this podcast? I don't know. Anyway, Josh Sargent scored his first goals for Norwich, but he scored a brace, visited the dentist, got two goals there, and beat Watford. Now... Thankfully, it's a double game week, so you never know. King, Pedro, if anybody brought in Pedro, I was a cheeky boy and brought in Pedro. They could go and score in their second game against the Brexit Burnley and, you know, pay up for it. But if you got in Dennis, then nah, your life's over. You might as well just delete FBL, trial ad, and for like you. But Norwich are actually now outside of the relegation zone. Yes, that that's a fact. I'm not lying. I'm not pranking you. How is that possible? Norwich. Are we actually going to see Norwich and Fulham in the same league again? I swear they haven't played each other for the last, like, five years because they're the definition of yo-yo relegation promotion every single year, you know? Completely destroy the... Completely voice crack. Completely destroy the championship and then just get relegated straight away. But you never know. Norwich... Could they actually get out of it? To be fair, when Newcastle go and spend like 100 mil on deadline day, then they'll probably overtake them. But maybe Everton will get relegated. I don't know. But anyway, that leads us nicely to our next game, which was Everton-Villa. I didn't even do that on Pippus. Whoa, I'm amazing at this podcast stuff. Amazing. (laughs) But Everton, maybe they will get relegated because they actually lost to the Villa at home. Everton are in proper wibbly-wobbly form. Actually... They're in the joint worst... F- well, they're actually in the worst form in the entire league. I guess Brentford in the last four. Because Everton have lost three games in a row and have not had a single win in at least five games in the league. And they lost again here to the Villa at home. Obviously, Alafa Benitez was in fact sacked. He's going to be on job centre looking for some new jobs now because he is no longer the Everton boss. So, unlike for you, boss man. But Villa, with Gerrard as their man... The thing is, right... So Villa have done some pretty damn saucy business, right? Coutinho, his first start this game, he's just been brought in. Digne last week as well. And some pretty good moves, you know, and they've they've even been like linked to the likes of Suarez and that. Uh, hopefully they can chew on that one, because that would be quite fun. Uh, he'll maybe beat them to that but by, by, you know, chewing on to that himself. <laughs> Funny Suarez biting joke. Thank you. Thanks. I'm, I'm here every week, literally every week. Go follow this podcast, you can listen to me, okay? <laughs> but yeah, Villa, I mean... I know Gerard as a player had a massive. Well, he's a legend, right? But as a manager, yeah, he's done good. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not blown away yet. I'm really not blown away. You know, they've lost, they lost, uh, they lost to Brentford, and that is actually Brentford's last win. They've now lost four in a row. And uh, I'm not saying Gerard's a bad manager, but. Is he worthy to be bringing in all these players? They're like, oh, I want to work under Gerrard. Like, I feel like you don't really get that status until you've at least won a few proper trophies. Sorry, Scotland. Sorry, Rangers fans. I like you But like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's bad. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Villa did get a nice win here, though. 1-0. Emi Buendia from there signing Dinier with a cross. He is a proper cross and fetish man, to be fair. And he maybe could be the new Trent And Cancelo or Robbo. Robbo is better than all of them, apparently. Getting two assists as well. We'll get onto that. But yeah, Villa getting the 1-0 win. And, uh, well, Buendia scored. He played well. Ings actually was benched for Watkins. But Watkins, I think he could play 90 minutes. I think you could give Watkins a 24-hour football match. And he still wouldn't score an FBL goal. He still wouldn't get any FBL points. So, I think he's an avoid, really. So, can you, like... Is there a you know knee jerk reaction to getting a player can there be a knee jerk reaction to chuck them in the bin should i call that like the elbow jerk the knee jerk is if you want to play a elbow jerk is if you want to push them away yeah that sounds good to me oh hey, that was pretty good that was pretty good <laughs> but yeah next game then see i'm really rusty this is why i'm doing this practice episode i appreciate anybody listening to this but it's, this is more for me not you It's it's not it's not you it's me I'm not breaking up with you already in the first episode, but okay. (laughs) But yeah, next game then, Brentford versus Wolves. Brentford lost. And like four losses in a row for them, meaning they're now the only team... Well, I say now. They're the only team in the league that have lost all four of their last four games. Does that make sense? They lost four games in a row. There we are. And... To be fair, Wolves have been on a pretty damn good run. They're the only team that have won three in a row right now. So uh, they're on fiery hot form. And Wolves, breaking news, Wolves scored more than one goal in a game. I never thought I'd see the day again. Especially with uh, Jimenez actually out for this game. Fabio Silva, you know, football manager geezer. If you play football manager, players like Fabio Silva, Joe Pedro... Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention in Watford. I, well, I, I'll mention my team after the games, I guess. That, that's kind of the structure we're going to go for. But to be honest, it's the first episode. I might go halfway through. You know what? I'm bored of talking about the games. I'll just talk about my team. You know what? I don't even want to talk about FBL. You know, you never know. I'll get to the end of the podcast. I'll be like, I, I don't even want to play FBL. I might even get to the end of the podcast... And not like football, it might turn into a rugby podcast, you know? No, all right, I'm just chatting shite now, aren't I? <laughs> there we are then. Right, Wolves, yeah. Jimenez was out, Fabio Silva started, but they had to rely on 40-year-old Moutinho. How old is he? He's, like, he's got to be mid-30s now, right? And Ruben Neves, I mean, when you're relying on your two centre mids who score about three goals a season, three goals every three seasons... Then, yeah, fair enough. But uh, they did play well, I think. I didn't actually watch that game. In the UK, you know, the 3pm games aren't on TV. Big sad. But you do watch Match of the Day. So, I did watch that. Wolves look good. Brentford didn't look good. But they still managed to score. Nice goal by Tony, actually. And uh, Brentford, yeah, they're just a bit wibbly-wobbly patch right now, aren't they? They are eight points above the relegation zone, if I can math. Oh, my God. Quick maths. One plus one is two. Brentford is Safe, probably, maybe. Well, they're not safe yet. I mean, if they lose all their games. But I think they got good fixtures moving on. They've actually been linked to Ericsson right now. Apparently, a deal has been signed and just contract talks to be done. So if that is happens, big, big news. Fair play to them. Because they don't really have, like, an attacking midfielder like that. All of their midfielders are more, like, proper centre mids. Not, like, a specialist creative player, you know? So... That'll give them an added dimension, I think. I think they could actually change formation soon. I think they did it through the game in this game. uh, To a more 4-3-3, which they did do a lot in the championship. And then switched to the back five. And then they've done that since. So, you never know. They could switch it up. Especially if they're a bit safe. They can experiment a bit more, you know. We love some experimentation over here. But they could do that if they're safe, you know. Right, I'm chatting so much, shy, And I swear probably about two percent of this is useful but this is exactly why it's a practice episode so okay yeah that game's done i need to actually mention who scored who got who got the assist whoa that's another podcast congratulations to you you've got a shout out but yeah okay Leeds. new i'm doing much better than i thought you know i am not a very good talker so this is actually beneficial to me to actually get better at talking because I don't know why. My brain just doesn't like words and sentences. It just doesn't chuck them together. I want to say something and I'm like, uh, uh, how do I make noise that makes sense? There you go. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to have a drink of water because I need it. So I'm going to give you some ASMR water drinking instead of silence. That's a problem with doing a podcast alone. I would cut it, but the plan is to make this completely chill vibes. No cut, no script. So it's going to be going. So ASMR water drinking, ready? (sighs) (sighs) nice h2o best drink ever leeds newcastle was the next game then well i was literally saying to myself hang on hang on it's literally literally towards the end of january newcastle are now the richest club in the entire world and they haven't signed a single notable geezer all right yeah they signed chris wood good move Tripp. yeah yeah good move but they need defenders. They've been talking to Botman, Botman, Batman, every one of them. Diego Carlos, he would be a good sign-in. All of them would be good sign-ins. But it doesn't mean anything if they don't actually sign them. So I very much doubt we'll get to the end of the January transfer window and they haven't signed some of these players. But right now they haven't. So I was like, oh, they're definitely done. Oh, what's never mind. They go and beat Leeds 1-0 away. Well to be honest though when you got the one and only john joe shelby i didn't call him baldy baldy when you got him in your team then there's just there's just no stopping you isn't it he's actually he played he's been playing really well under how how has that happened i mean to be fair didn't you get like a red in the first game that how no he uh oh, he literally had a red card and oh, know there's a yellow he had a red card recently didn't he i oh, know that was like ages ago never mind but yeah, John Joe Shelby, he's actually a, he's actually a really good player, you know. He he, he gets he, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. England National, he, he's played a few games for England. I'm not a massive John Joe Shelby fan just because he used to play for my team, Swansea. But uh, no, no, he, he's good, isn't he? And he was good enough to get the Newcastle a win here, which unfortunately didn't pull him out of the relegation zone. No pulling out for you. Well, like You've got a condom on your head. Do you know why? Because he's protecting you from getting out of the bottom three right now. But you have got a win and two draws before that. So not bad. Not bad form. X form for Newcastle. Amazing. But they are one point away from Norwich. And if they do get some big boy signings, if they get Diego Carlos, Botman. I think it's Botman, isn't it? It could be Botman. Those two are really good defenders. Sevilla and Lille, I believe. Lille? Maybe. Maybe. I could be I Probably. And then if they maybe get... Do they need some more attack? I mean they're in an awkward situation where they need players that will help them from relegation but they also need players that they don't that they want to keep even if they do get relegated because like a player like Chris Wood even if he doesn't do well this season he's going to help them get back up to the prem if they do get relegated which they probably will uh no but if they if they do if they do get the signing in if they do get these signings. or oh, see, stuttering, stuttering DLC already. This is why I need to practice, all right? Practice makes perfect, boys. And girls, we don't discriminate right here. Sorry, drink of water there. Yeah, Newcastle, get the signings in. They, I think they'll be good. But right now, no. But we'll, we'll have to see. We'll be coming back to the end of January. And they have made some proper good signings. And we're all, we've are all we all got Trippier in our team. We're even going to consider him for captain. And that's the end of that. And and they finish mid-table. And then next year, they go and bite Mbappe, Haaland, and win the league out there. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> right, next game. We're almost halfway through. Oh, my God. We're halfway through the games. Okay, I was going to plan and get these podcast episodes about 30 minutes to an hour. Probably closer to the 30 minutes, but all depends, you know. I'm not going for a time, I'm going for the content. And all that content is just chat and really. Oh, yes, I didn't actually mention before. So I'm going to go through the games as the knee-jerk, seeing what's happened. And also mention... I was going to mention who they play next week and consider any of their options. But it's just all, all plans in a bit, really, isn't it? And now I'm hiccuping. Oh, this is disaster. Delete pod, delete pod. <laughs> but no, okay. Next game, Man United-West Ham. Now myself, oh, yeah, I was going to mention my FBL team more as well. See, I'm terrible at this. The Worst FBL podcaster in the world. Just chuck me in the bin, like. <laughs> All right, in my team, I sold Ronaldo because he's got a bit of a neck injury. Uh, turns out he wasn't injured, so it turns out he needs to actually wind his neck in, or Ralph Ragnick needs to wind his neck in because he's just lying, isn't he? He could come out and say Pogba has broken his leg so bad that his foot has fallen off. And then next week, he's going and running on the pitch. It's like, Ralph, come on, lad. You can't be doing this to us. Do you not realise FBL managers rely so much on what you say, right? But, yeah, Man United, they... I think, especially FBL-wise, everybody was back in West Ham know, right? Bowen, everybody started Bowen if you had him. Some people sold Antonio, but you probably did that for Dennis. So, uh, who's the real winner there? I like it. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, I sold, so I sold Ronaldo and Bench De Gea for Foster, who obviously didn't play for Watford's first game against Norwich. So if he doesn't play against Burnley, which is literally about two weeks away, I could I could literally give up FBL, get a degree in maths, have a job as accountant, uh, retire, and then come back. And we're still not at the second game for Watford in this double game week because it's literally like... It feels like a forever break. It's over two weeks for a double. That's just illegal. <laughs> See what what did I just say? I have no idea. Fair enough. <laughs> you won't get this type of content anywhere else, <laughs> probably for good reason. But yeah, um, if so, I got the De Gea clean sheet on my bench. So if Foster doesn't play the second game, then I will get Foster. Then I will get uh, De Gea. But then Foster could play and get a clean sheet. So it it's all it's all a bit of a proper teasing, you know. It feels like Foster's literally got his GoPro, out, grabbed my nipple, and he's like proper teasing me. He's like, I could give you the six points by playing, not playing, or playing. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But yeah, good win for Man United, I'd say. I didn't watch the game again because that's a three pm game, but I just watched match of the day, and both teams pretty wibbly wobbly. But I think Man United were actually the better team, surprisingly. They've actually gone to a more 4-2-3-1, Bruno much more involved. I think Bruno is actually back. It's not just a simple case of he did well in those two games. Even with Ronaldo starting, and even though Ronaldo probably will still have the penalties over Bruno, I think Bruno is back. Is he 11 million price back? Is he still worth it in FBL? Probably not, but if you are going to get any Man United players... For their double, I would probably go for Bruno over Ronaldo right now, you know? Not even a Rashford, not even a Greenwood, not even an Langer. Actually a Langer's a a four point eight million midfielder. Interesting if he keeps on playing. See, I'm actually oh my god, I actually give some good insight and good FBL knowledge right now instead of just talking crap. See, lads, I I, I I'm this is all I practice for, right? I'm getting into it. <laughs> but Cavani, yeah, Cavani got an assist. Thing is, Cavani he's such a good player, but he gives more to the team than You know, he gets credit for. But the problem is, I don't think he's played more than four games in a row without getting injured in about 10 years, probably, is he? So he's never going to be an option. And to be honest, he's even worse of an option when he's back because it means he's taking minutes off Ronaldo. And then Ronaldo goes and cries about it. You need to get a wet floor sign out because so many tears on the floor. And uh, no one's happy, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> but I bet you would be happy if you had Dallow in your team this game because he not only got a clean sheet, not only is he playing over Wambasaka because a lot of people got him in and then Wambasaka's playing. And it's like, ah, oh, got this in this Man United player for the doubles. Now he's not even playing. Turns out he has been playing. He played this game and got a nine pointer for the three bonus points as well. Whoa, that was such a good s- segment and sentence. I need to praise myself if I do a good right here because. I've never done this before. I've never done this before. Okay, yeah, Man United 1-0 win. Good job there. Congratulations, Red Devils. You were the Red Devil to me because I played my double West Hambo in Antonio and sold and benched the plays I had from you. There we are. Moving on. Moving on to a- another sip of water. Ah, thank you. Th- Why am I... Did I just thank myself for giving myself water? Fair enough. <laughs> next game, Southampton, Man City. It feels so weird just talking to yourself. Because my other podcast experiences, I've been talking to other people, so it's not you talking. You get to think about what other people are saying, what you're going to say next. I just got to let it go. Just just frozen it. Let it go. Whatever comes into this skull of mine, my three brain cells, I just speak it. Which probably isn't good. I probably uh, should get a script. But I, I, I'm on purposely not... Doing a script, and I purposely want to talk straight after the games. So it's nice and raw, you know? Everything is raw here. We don't use protection. See, what am I chatting now? Anyway, Southampton, Man City, one all. Actually, a really good performance by both teams. Southampton, especially first half, honestly, like, you'd say they deserve the win. They played some good football, they weren't letting Man City in at all. And then Man City also played really well defensively themselves. Apart from the Southampton goal, they didn't actually concede too many chances. Actually, the just scored, which is offside, uh, so it wasn't a goal. And then there, there was another one where they just hit the post. I think Parad or Pratt just missed as well. But Pep literally said himself that Man City played some of the best football he's seen this season, and they end up getting a one-all draw. I think that that just shows that Pep and Man City, you know. They can play amazingly and win fight. No, they can play amazingly and lose, and they can play crap. But them playing crap is still good enough to beat any other team in the league. Uh, but I think it's just more credit to Southampton, especially Salisu. Salisu got one bonus point, even though it was a one-all game. So the fact he had more bonus than the the defender goal scorer for Southampton, Walker Peters. That just shows it all, really, doesn't it? Fair play to him. But the Briner, Kevin the Briner, I I could have got him in for a hit. Oh yeah, I, I do. I mention what I did with my team now. I guess it makes more sense. Well, I was gonna mention it during it, and then more, and then just talk about my team after the games. But I guess we can mix and match, you know. But I could have gotten De Bruyne because I did take a hit for Rafinha, but I had enough money. I literally got twelve million quid. Twelve million pounds in the bank, so I could have gone anyone. And if I went to Bruyne, I definitely wouldn't have captained him. I, I I'm never not gonna captain a double game week player in a in even in a small double. Like Norwich could be bottom of the league with no wins, no clean sheets, not no goals, and I would still captain a Norwich player in a double game week. I'd say Norwich as if like, they're the worst team. I might as well just use Watford right now because they are actually the worst team. But uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. you got a captain double player, right? Oh, why? Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, why am I even mentioning this? Man City don't have a double. Uh, it's because of De Bruyne. De Bruyne got an assist. So I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. But turns out he also got three bonus points. I would say quite clear, but he's only one ahead of Laporte and then four ahead of Solisu on the bonus point system. So... The BPS bro. So, uh, De Bruyne did play really well. At, 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 at first half on that, though, I was like, you know, De Bruyne doesn't seem up for it. And then the last 20 minutes is when Man City really turned it on. Like, if you're a Man City fan, you're proper turned on from that. Because they were turning it on. Proper afterburners and everything. And De Bruyne was just whipping in ball after ball. But problem is, there's so many times Man City actually don't cross the ball... But if they had an actual striker like a Haaland, like a like a Kane that they wanted, they would be there to put it in. And then a lot of times they do whip in the ball and that player is also not there. So that's the problem with like De Bruyne. Like, he, he has the opportunity to be even more creative than he is. But you can't create for players that don't exist in front of you, right? At one point, Foden was literally on the wing about to cross in the ball and the only players in the box... With four foot two Bernardo Silva and four foot three Sterling. Now, when you got Bernardo Silva and Sterling as your only players in the box, not even from a counter attack, they were literally everyone up the pitch. Then I think that just shows you you need a striker, right? Like they can't cross the ball. Yeah, they can do a low cross, but nah, it's just not happening, is it? Not happening. But what also wasn't happening was a winner for Man City because it was one all, and good game from either side. Laporte goal. I also could have gotten Laporte. I decided to keep it, uh, Alonso in my team. Uh, that worked out well, right? Chelsea, clean sheet. Yay, Alonso uh, benched. Up and I get There we are then. <laughs> it's so annoying when that happens. Like, I decided to keep Alonso because I reckon a clean sheet is going to happen there. Chelsea looked really good against Spurs right there. Don't think they're going to create much. Alonso actually has a good record against Spurs. Clean sheet doesn't play. <sighs> ah! So we're dying. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, if you got Laporte. Also, the two bonus and goal. If he had a clean sheet, wow. But he didn't. So uh, keep it in your pants. You didn't get that much. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next game. Next game. Well, we're, Look, we're over halfway now. We're actually getting into the second half of games. And we'll be going for 25 minutes. Okay. I'll go a bit faster because I don't want the first one to be an hour when I'm not even advertising it, like I said. But Arsenal-Burnley is the next game. Now Arsenal Burnley haven't played in about 3 years. They literally are a championship team with Chris Wood and they've now and they're now a league 1 team without him because they literally have they have no one. Conor Roberts made his debut for them and he is literally their best player and I love him. It's not even me saying he's a bad player, I just love him. Not because he he, he played for Swansea not because he's just an absolute Amazing player. Best ever Welsh wing, uh, fullback. This just turned into the Conor Roberts appreciation party. Yes, it has. <laughs> but now he played. I, I jokingly tweeted before the game, as soon as I saw he started. Conor Roberts will be the highest scoring double game week player. Well, he's already got a clean sheet. And uh, he could even get a clean sheet against Watford. Because Watford definitely didn't look like scoring against Norwich. But uh, Arsenal, how are you not beating Brexit Burnley You literally had about eight attackers on. You, you literally only have one midfielder, Laconga, because Partey and Shaka decide to be absolute prats with their red cards. You know, they say be true to your, your club's colours. Yeah, they don't mean red cards, Arsenal. What are you doing? <laughs> but how are Arsenal not beating Burnley? At home as well. That's a bad result for Arsenal. Or maybe Burnley was just really good. Didn't watch the game myself. I haven't even seen highlights yet because uh, that was another game that wasn't on the TV. And like I said... We're recording this straight after the game, so I don't even have time to watch it. But looking at that, Tierney got all the bonus... Oh, no, Pope got all the bonus points. Tierney and Ramsdale made one save and got two bonus. I think that just goes to show what happened that game. I've seen funerals more eventful than that then. Wow, okay. Brownhill also got a yellow card, which also means he's suspended for Burnley's uh second game in the double <laughs> i think so unlucky for you but that is in about two weeks so by the time people realize they probably won't care all right next game we'll move on a bit quicker because we're going half an hour wow okay it's going a lot quicker than i thought you know i was thinking 30 minutes i'm literally almost 30 minutes uh am i boring you yet i hope not to be fair i'm not trying to be really funny like obviously my youtube content yeah, nobody really cares about it. In my YouTube content, I script it to be as entertaining as possible. Not always funny, but just entertaining, I think, is a better term, you know. But here, I'm I'm just more going for the chill vibes. But myself, you know, I'm still just being myself. I will still crack jokes. But I'm not going to force it or make sure everything I say is attempt to make a ha-ha, you know. You know what I'm saying? Probably not. Well, you do. You, you, you hear what I'm saying. Um... Yeah, but what I am saying is the next game was Palace versus Liverpool. Oh, look at that! Look at that transition! Oh, I'm amazing! I'm amazing! Hang on. Sorry, water break. I need I need to have a um a sound to like press a button and then I can have a drink and it's just it's just like a sound that plays or something. I'll be like unlucky, but I'm actually just having a drink. Palace Liverpool. Well. Liverpool, without Salah and Mane, are just better, aren't they? There you go for them. That's two wins out of two. Who did they beat uh, last week? They beat Brentford 3-0, beat Palace 3-1. And then when Salah and Mane were here, they were losing to Leicester. I think that just goes to show Oxley chamberlain is better than Salah. You heard it here first and probably last because it's not true. <laughs> but he did play and score, Oxley chamberlain How much is he? Does he even exist in FPL? He's 0.2% owned. So, himself, maybe his mum, and maybe his granddad own him. And apart from that, that's about it. So, congratulations to you. Because he actually scored. Uh, He was nowhere near the bonus, though. So, only a goal. Terrible. But, yeah, Liverpool. Robertson. Robertson has been doing bits. Two assists this game. He had an... What did he have last game? He had an assist and three bonus last game. He had... uh, Oh no, he did. He got all the bonus in this game as well. So back-to-back full bonuses for Robertson and no assist for Trent. Ah, oh, come on FBL. You need a re- I need a refund. I haven't even give you any money, but I need a refund because what is that? You can't have Robertson outscoring Trent when everybody, every single geezer owns Trent, right? Where's Robertson? Robertson's only 4% owned. Problem is with differential defenders. I know Trent and Robertson a lot of their points are attacking wise. So they are more differential but he's still going to get the same clean sheet points as Trent so even if like he outscores Trent it's realistically only going to be less definitely less than 10 points maybe even less than like 20 points throughout the entire season never mind uh in a single game week you know so it's not too much worth i mean the double up would be nice but then you're blocking out a Salah or Jota Jota another assist today i mean Jota for his price he's staying for me yeah he might get rotated he's 8.4 million now damn son he started the season at 7.5 he's almost gone up a million never mind i'm selling him i'm cashing in boys robson is the way to go hey (laughs) but no um salah he's gonna be back next week oh yeah i haven't actually talked about next week all right i can't be bothered to talk about next week because one is about two weeks after where i'm talking about right now and double game weeks might get announced plus this is a test episode right sorry folks sorry folks but no ins, no no FBL insight from me this week. Just, uh, just a bit of chin fun, innit? it? <laughs> but yeah, Liverpool 1-3-1. Robertson with the two assists. Van Dyke with the... Alright, when Van Dyke is scoring, Fabinho is taking a penalty and you're wiping out a clean sheet. That just screams FBL hatred, doesn't it? FBL hell. But to be fair, if you've got Robertson and Jota, most people have Jota. And Robertson is uh, a new template man. Not really, but I've seen a few people with him on Twitter. Problem with FBL Twitter, like, you'll see, like, four or five people with him. You're like, oh, wow, okay, guess people did have Robertson. He must be quite highly owned. And then you look, and he's literally 4% owned in the entire game. I bet you some players that haven't even played an entire game this year. I bet you Phil Jones has a higher ownership than Robertson. I would check, but I I just know it's true, so I'm going to say it's true. (laughs) But, yeah, 3-1 Liverpool, as I've said about 90 times right now. Edward with a goal for Palace. Mateta with the assist. Uh, Ayu wasn't back in the team. Was he at least started again? Fair play to him. He's a good player, good player. And that is that. All right, I'm going to move on because I'm boring myself now. Leicester Brighton one all. Didn't watch this game, but the Lord Lamperty, lively Lamperty, was so lively that he didn't even start. I really regret getting him over Cucurella now because, well, problem is I didn't, Potter didn't mention that Lamptey had another se- little setback in training where he had a bit of tight tight muscles, you know? Because Cucurella plays every game, 90 minutes, every game. And when the double game weeks come after this, probably game week 25, 26, is rumoured that Brian could have back-to-back doubles. I'm going to have Lamptey for both of them, and he's probably only going to start two out of those four games if they get back-to-back, so I might actually put my back to Lamptey and go Cucurella. I'm sorry, Lamptey! I'm sorry! I'm already crying just thinking about sound. I so side. Is it even sideways sounding for Cucurella? Probably not. But I did it for a hit, and you know. But yeah, Leicester Brighton here was one old Dakar and well back with the goals. Whew. Talk about FBL spoiling us this week. This week was was the ultimate socially distance away from points. You know, I actually have the same amount of point. No, I have what? Oh yeah, I'll get into my points after. But the game week number is. Pretty much the exact same as my point. So that just goes to show... That's just just terrible, isn't it? (laughs) There we are. But yeah, nobody else cares about the rest of that game. No Brighton, no Leicester clean sheet. Oh, Madison didn't actually do anything. Finally, about 17 returns in a row. But then the last game was Chelsea vs. Spursy. See, Chelsea just dominating spurs what a goal by Ziyech! i'm not even a chelsea fan and that goal actually give me a semi the proper killer top corner we actually love to see them goals no they are actually just banging and they banging so yeah chelsea got the win there and the clean sheet if for the chelsea defenders that actually played i guess rudiger is quite highly owned and he 20! are you mad? Nah, surely all of those dead accounts. No one hears Rudiger, right? Nah, I did see some Rudigers. Fair play for you to keep for so long. But just like me as an Alonso owner, we are going to have to sell them next week as they do blank twice. So, yeah, that's not good, is it? But anyway, that's the games. I, I did a terrible job of going through those games. I definitely need to get better at that because I want that to be the entire thing of the... Uh, the, the entire point of this podcast. So, um... Yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. Yeah. We need some work on that. We'll We'll, we'll get. We'll get some rise and grinding and practice on that. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my team. I took a hit. Which were Ronaldo and Son out. My two most expensive players in my team. To bring in João Pedro and Rafinha. Ooh, cheeky, cheeky. Now Pedro had better numbers than King and Dennis. I actually just really like him as a player mainly because I recently had him on Football Manager and he literally got me into the Premier League with Swansea. But no, he actually, I was like, his ownership is so low. I'm pretty sure even with people getting him in for the double, his ownership was still only like 2% in the top 10K. Not like I'm anywhere near. To be fair, I'm not too far out. Because right now, my overall rank, oh yeah, that's another segment on this podcast, is I'm going to live react to my live rank. I'm going to try and not look at it the entire game week. I know it's going to be hard. I probably will see it. But definitely, I won't see it after the last couple of games. And I'm going to live react to my ranks. Oh, dear. I've just seen my rank. So, my old rank before this game week. I didn't even mention how many points I got yet. So, I did a hit. Minus four. And I'm on 24 points. Oh, crumbs. So, I'm literally on 20 net points. 20 with potentially three maybe two to play. So I've got King Pedro and Foster left, King Captain. So a King returning, you know, could push me up, but a lot of people have King. Pedro big differential if he scores as well. And then if Foster doesn't play, I get to hear a clean sheet. So it could be a it could be a 40 pointer, you know, probably at best realistically stretching on 30 if we're lucky really. But my rank, my old rank was 41k, which was actually one of the worst ranks I've had this season. I've literally, since game week 7, I've been in the top 50k, and I, I, I'm i going down. And I've definitely gone down right now, because my live rank, as it stands, is 58k. Oh crumbs, oh dear, now that deserves an unlucky. Because I have been inside the top 50k since game week 7. And it's now game week 23, and I'm outside the top 50k. I mean, to still be at this point, at this point in the season, I've still got my wildcard, I've still got both free hits. It's not terrible, but I was 9k in the world at like game week 15, 16 or something. So it's just it's just a proper rollercoaster simulator, you know, things you don't love to see. But I won't complain too much, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be really happy with 58k. you, you got to. I know. Problem is when you when you were better than that and you've gone down, it feels a lot worse. If somebody was top one hundred K and they've got pushed up to fifty eight K, they're like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Right now I'm like, It's the end of the world. You know, it's all about perspective, bro. In it. So yeah, not a great week for me. So I had fostering goals. Trent, two points. Cancelo, two points. Alonso, one point. Oh, he loves to spice it up. Rafinha for hit, two points. Didn't work out for the Newcastle. I did that for hit. For a hit because I thought the Newcastle game could be a game that's literally captainable for Rafinha. And he's got good fixtures for quite a while. Plus, because I did Ronaldo to Pedro, the only reason I was keeping Son- an injured Son on my bench was so that I could use him to go to Son. But the fact that I got the money from Ronaldo to Pedro, it means I could upgrade any midfielder to, uh, to Salah. So if I didn't do the Son to Rafinha... It would mean I would have Gray long term and he probably will be the one to move out for me for Salah next week or the week after. So, big boy moves, all right? It didn't work out this week, but it's definitely going to work out in the long term. In before Gray ends up getting like back-to-back double game weeks. I keep him from all of them and he ends up getting like three points in the all. That would be very, I like it. <laughs> Water Brick, sorry, sorry. I'm going to have to try and speed run my water. I need to get, like, a water squirt uh, and just open mouth and just... Quick, quick quick, little squirt down the mic. Oh, sorry, it's not that kind of podcast. Is it Bacon Boy? Whoa, no squirting down the mic. Uh, I do actually have an FBL OnlyFans if you're interested. Uh, maybe you should check that out. Nathan Bacon FBL on OnlyFans. <laughs> That's not even a joke. I literally have an OnlyFans. But it's for a joke. I do not have my PP out, but there we are. Continuing my team, Rafinha two points, and Bernardo two Jota with a five, with my only return. And it was him winning the penalty. So it's not even a proper assist. My only return. I've never, ever had. This is the worst FBL game week in history for myself. And probably for a lot of other people. The average points is 29. And it was a double game week. Let that sink in. Wow. So yeah, Jota with a five. Bowen with a two. Really disappointed by him expect it he, he did have a few chances against man united i mean i saw one on match of the day so that's why i'm saying it. he might have not been involved at all antonio definitely wasn't involved at all well he was involved in the game by the fact he was on the pitch but not in the points two points from him king for pedro two i mean it could be worse right i could have not had jota i could have captain dennis minus one point there captain the minus two But yeah, it's really bad. it. my game week rank is 6 million. There's not even 6 million active managers. There's people that have not touched their team since game week one that have scored more points than me in this game week. Oh, dear. (laughs) That's funny. That is bloody funny. That is funny. Wow. But anyway, that is all the games covered in a very terrible way. I need to definitely work on that. And my team. I need to definitely work on that, but the other thing I wanted to do on this podcast was talk about other things a bit more, you know, so even though this is an FBL knee-jerk podcast, I want it to be an opportunity to just talk about more things, FBL definitely, football definitely, and some other things, probably more about myself because I'm a narcissist. Because I'm a narcissistic a-hole, I'm also a narcissistic a-hole. I can't talk, so uh, a lot of pausing and everything. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I do want to talk about other things, but I'm not going to talk too much about other things. This pod, if you if you are listening, you I literally appreciate you so so much because I haven't told you to listen to this. I mean, I'm gonna message the boysies, my good old buddy, old pals and ask them to listen to as much as they want to until they get bored as a bit of constructive criticism but i very much doubt anybody is going to listen to this so thank you if you are here but i'm going to end it by just saying why i'm doing nathan bacon jerky so yeah i want to talk about other things fbl because on my channel yeah it's great having the fun content and you know concise funny jokes ha has but I don't want to just be that, you know. I do want to have the opportunity to talk about other things and all that. So I feel like this just gives me that opportunity, you know. I- I'm going to be doing this after every single game week for the rest of the season. Even if no one's listening. Even if I'm not enjoying As a- just a bit of an experiment, you know. And you never know. it could. I-, I might even prefer this than videos. I very, very much doubt that. Because I love videos so much. But I've definitely enjoyed it. I just like the idea of having an audio-only option for content for other people as well. And I wanna I like my idea of this podcast doesn't exist yet. I, I listen to literally every other FBL podcast that exists today. And there isn't really one that concisely well, I, I haven't really done it concisely, that goes through the game week as soon as it's finished, get it out straight away, talk about what's happened, talk about options. I mean I haven't even done that. But I'm planning on going to do that in other episodes, right? With a bit more practice. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I know I'm not going to nail it. I know it's not going to be the best ever podcast straight away. But there's only one way to improve is by by having a go, you know. I, all I want is a little improvement every episode. And then by the start of next season is everybody's favorite FBL podcast. Amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I like the idea of an audio only. I just want to give myself some other option for content because... It can get a bit boring doing the exact same type of videos, like doing just team selection videos on the YouTube and talking about the exact same things, the team that I've had for weeks, using the exact same jokes. It gets a bit repetitive, you know. It's it's not that it's not fun, but I want to keep it more fun by keeping it fresh with other things, you know. I think that's that's where my mind is at with that right now. So, yeah, I think that's going to be it. 43 minutes right now. I have actually, well, I had to do a lot of cuts at the start because I, I had a little script to start off with just because I didn't really know how to start and I felt like giving myself a, a script at the start is a very good idea. But I've literally gone completely off topic. I've not done a very good job at all. I realize this is not a very good, concise and useful podcast. But at least maybe, maybe it's been a little bit funny. Maybe I will just turn this into a comedy podcast because turns out I can't talk or get messages over clear there we are then (laughs) fun fact i had to go to speech therapy when he's younger because i couldn't talk so ha you can't pick on me for not being able to talk properly all right i'm i was gonna say disabled but that's not fair all right let's stop talking before i get cancelled now (laughs) but anyway thank you everyone for listening if you somehow got you i appreciate it but also remember oh yeah it's not my youtube don't be a cheeky scrub. Uh, follow Nathan Bacon Jerky on all podcast platforms right now. Should that be my outro? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that'll do. That'll do. Okay, bye.